Happy Friday, sisters. Welcome back to Come Sis With Me, the podcast, a movement fueled by the heart of women with a desire to experience genuine community that uplifts, empowers, and strengthens one another on one common ground, sisterhood. I'm your host, Mia. And today we are talking about honesty. We're going to have an honest conversation about being honest. (laughs) Now, let me just say thank you again for giving me the grace to go away, figure out my life, and then come back. (laughs) I have been soul searching for the last couple of weeks. And and even up until, I don't know, a couple of days ago, I was still floundering in some of the things that I was thinking and even feeling like I should be doing. Um, but one of the things that came from that is recognizing that having people around you who are not afraid to be honest with you and to give you truth is paramount. It's uh groundbreaking it's next level it's i if I, I mean i wish i was a walking thesaurus right now so i could give you all of the synonyms that i'm trying to make <laughs> out of this one word but it's beyond beneficial for you to have a core group of people but in this case women right? Sisterhood that are not afraid to give you the real. Okay. I was in my devotional and I came across Proverbs 24, 26. And I love that this verse, as simple as it is, like put me on my butt, literally sat me down. Proverbs 24, 26 says, an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. And why it put me on my butt? Because I was like, sometimes, Lord, it does not feel like a kiss when someone tells you something that you don't want to hear. So my question to follow up to this devotional, which talked about how honest honesty is tricky because you don't want to hurt feelings. Sometimes it's just not the right time. But it led me to the to the question, which was, well, why is honesty so hard? And so I wrote down a couple things and maybe you agree, maybe you don't agree. But the things that I wrote down were when it reveals a mistake or a shameful truth about yourself, being honest about something that you've done wrong sometimes is not fun, right? But even that sometimes isn't as hard. You know, you could still be honest because some people are very um, secure and their choices and their mistakes and and recognize that even mistakes have led you to where you are today. So, you know, okay, yeah, that can be hard, right? My next thing is when it may hurt the receiver's feelings, which that is a little bit tougher. Um, Being honest, and let's just put this out there, our being dishonest is also withholding the truth. Even though it's not as bad, I, I'm I'm not going to, because lying is absolutely worse than withholding the truth. But when it may hurt the receiver's feelings, you're less inclined to say, oh, I want to go tell all of the honest truth. 
about what's going on. I'll give you an example. I told you guys that we're on this journey of infertility and it has come up a couple times where I have friends or people that are attached to us that don't want to share their baby news or they don't want to invite us to the baby showers or um, to the sprinkles or whatever it is that you're having for your baby. And at first, I was totally okay with it. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I was okay. I don't, you know, whatever. But now I have recognized the importance of having the opportunity to share in the joy of the miracle of being able to produce an heir to your throne, to have a baby um, or to grow a baby in your womb or to add to your family dynamic with you and your husband. I love the joy and the excitement that that brings. Um, however, I do understand why sometimes it's hard for people to be honest with those who are on their own infertility journey, right? It's hard to want to, to, to be happy when you know, for something that, you know, someone else is struggling so hard to actually obtain. Um, and even if it's not infertility, right? Think about a new job or moving or getting married. I know for single and married women, that is tough because you may be the only one in the crew that's about to get engaged or has a, a, a relationship that is even worthy of the next step of marriage and sharing that with your girlfriend sometimes feels intimidating, right? So you don't want to be as honest. You do want to hold withhold some of that, but being scared to tell your friend group or your core group of, of women, right? Um, is, not necessary in some cases. Okay, so let me just preface this with saying I'm, I'm going to talk specifically about infertility. Um, maybe I should have gave a trigger warning in the beginning, but I'm going to give a trigger warning now to anyone who is listening to me who is going through their own journey of infertility. I have done a lot of core work. I've done a lot of soul work. I've done a lot of mental work when it comes to the process of infertility. Um, even up until yesterday. Okay. So your girl is still working and it's a process, but if you have not gone through those different processes, I am going to ask that you either turn off this recording and come back later or listen with an intent for, um, listen with the intent to feel my story and hear my heart and not allow it to offend or affect your story or your heart. Okay, so here we go. When a friend decides to withhold their baby news from me or anyone else going through their infertility journey, it also robs us of the opportunity to find joy in places where we at some times are grasping for it. In daily life, in our marriage, in our day-to-day -day work environments. And if you're if it's secondary infertility and it and you are, you know, 
already have a child um, or your spouse has a child and there's a, a you know, a, a blended family unit, whenever there is an infertility concern or just a reproductive concern, period, I'm not going to just say, because um, anyone who has an issue reproductively affects fertility. When you decide to withhold information, it robs us and it continues to steal the opportunities for joy that we often have a very hard time finding in day-to-day life. And it's not your responsibility to worry about how we receive the information. If you give that information with care and compassion and empathy, truly sharing your wins and your celebrations with your sisters is an honor, not just for you, but for them. I remember messaging my sister who just had a baby a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to buy her a gift. But the gift required um, the name. (laughs) I mean, I could have did it just based off of their last name, but I really wanted to be personalized to the baby. So I wanted his name. But new mamas, new parents, I understand that sometimes people are very exclusive with one, their their news of when they're going to tell people, two, um, revealing like, their baby's face, uh, what they look like, and three with names. So I recognize this. At first, I thought it was super weird. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll do that too. Who knows what I'm going to do when I become, you know, a mama or a mama to be. Anyway, point in saying all this is when she decided, like, not even, I said, hey, I'm getting you a gift. Um, I want to send, do you mind sharing or I don't think I asked her to share his name. I think I just said, hey, um, do you mind if I put X, Y, and Z on his gift because it's personalized or I'll just wait. Or I think I may have said, I'll wait until you know you reveal his name or something. And she sent right back a message with his name. And I was like, oh my gosh, what an honor. What a... It, it actually moved me to tears. I didn't tell her, but it moved me to tears that she honored me enough to share his name so willingly with me. When I know that's not something, I know everybody didn't know his name. I felt super special. So think about this. When you're pregnant, there's like this six week time frame that most women wait, right? To tell people that they're pregnant. And most of the time you don't tell the world. You just tell, even at that time frame, um, close family, friends, you know, whatever. Some people tell the internet, but not everyone is just rushing to the internet to tell about their their pregnancy. So the honor that it takes, that it shows in sharing that news. Whew, okay. Let me just gather my thoughts real quick. The honor that it takes in sharing that news is does not go unseen, unnoticed. And even when someone is in their own infertility journey, if you are their friend, you 
I would I would think right here's the here's here's the only responsible part of this that you have is recognizing where your friend is in their journey, um, being empathetic to how they may take the news and um, how you can be, you know, helpful if in fact there is, you know, a concern. But I'm going to say that it is better to be honest and truthful and share that good news than it is to withhold it. Because the enemy doesn't get to steal any more joy from a woman who is on her infertility journey than what he is already taking place in the day-to-day struggle with life, with love, with anything. Because everything becomes affected when a woman um, has concerns reproductively. You will know if you have heavy periods or PCOS or a diagnosis of endometriosis. That isn't something that just comes up monthly for you, right? Once a month and it goes away and you forget about it. You think about it sometimes on a daily basis because there's pain attached to it. There's a process that you have to go through in order to remedy it at times. And so... I don't know how I got down this tangent of a road, but it's just better to be honest. Even when you feel like the receiver's feelings are they're not that may be hurt. I can tell you that it is much better to be honest um, and to deliver that honesty with a level of compassion and empathy for your sister. Okay. Third, it's hard to be honest when there's consequences for it. I mean, if I'm going to jail, I might not. <laughs> I might not tell the truth. I, I don't think I'm built for jail. I know I'm not built for jail. Okay. But I also know I would probably not do anything that would get me put in jail. <laughs> so it's hard to be honest when you know there's consequences for it. And some, and maybe that's, you know, maybe it's not as excessive as jail, but that's all. That's the only thing I would think that I might be reluctant and tell the full truth over Lord forgive me for telling your daughters that but I have been honest in every other area of my life when it's really hard and I pay the consequences for it um, and I can tell you that even the consequences of telling the truth are much better than the consequences of living with a lie um yeah. Okay. So fourth one, when you are unsure of the receiver's response. Now this one's a little bit harder because I guess this could actually go into the same scenario as infertility, right? You don't really know what they're going to say, but I'm going to tell you to wager on the side of truth because truth almost always comes with or from a place of love. And the only time that I believe that it's really hard to be honest, that that truly it's hard to be honest, despite all of the things that I just shared with you, is it's hard to give truth when you don't receive it well. It's hard to give truth when you don't receive it well. 
So even though you're unsure of the receiver's response, you have a level of empathy and kindness and awareness that when you give that honesty and that truth and love, that you're able to back up whatever the receiver's response is with, I'm here if you need me. I'm here to walk you through it. I'm here to X, Y, and Z, right? Um, but the only time that I can think about that being extremely difficult is when you are not a good receiver yourself. That did not feel good when that came to me <laughs> as I was kind of writing and jotting down my notes for this session because it reminds me of a conversation that I had with a leader of mine who told me flat out honest truth, hey, you don't receive criticism well. And she's like, and I know that I'm not telling you you're horrible, you're no good, very bad, you know, try again. I'm just saying, hey, can you give me some insight into why you did it that way or how you came to that conclusion? I mean, she did everything textbook. She's an HR representative. I mean, she and she lives HR. So her methods were superior. And my issue, the issue was me. I just did not hear truth. What I heard was an attack, a personal attack on Mia. And that's not what it was. And then I took all of the negative stuff, none of the good stuff. It was like, all I heard was I didn't do a great, a good enough job and, you know, go back to the drawing board. And that was nowhere near what she so what she told me. So if you are struggling to be honest with a girlfriend, ask yourself, are you actually the issue or are they the issue? Right. Is it hard to be honest with them because you don't actually receive honesty well yourself? right? Because honesty comes from a place of love, right? You can't love others because you don't love yourself. You can't love others because you don't love yourself. And there's a need in the world, especially in the kingdom, for us to love ourselves better, to love ourselves first, actually, Because being able to love yourself means that there's a standard that you set that becomes a non-negotiable in every relationship that you have beyond you, beyond you and God, right? So when you love yourself, love God who created you, then every other relationship outside of that now is just sharing and replicating the things that you already do in the relationship with yourself and with God. I was challenged in this the other day because I realized that there's a pattern of disappointing myself and not showing up for myself that I keep repeating. And so there's a lack of honesty that I had even for myself that would almost always, right? If if we're talking about transference, uh, it's a it's a term we use in in psychology is is you are going to transfer the 
condition the experiences that you have in one area to another, right? Or from one person to another. So if I can't be honest with myself and show up for myself and say, Mia, I love you. Mia, you deserve life. You deserve the best. You deserve um, a, a standard of X, Y, and Z, right? How do I expect to be honest with friends? Even though I actually am really good with that. I'm actually better, (laughs) I think sometimes, being honest with other people or loving other people than I am myself. And that in, in itself is a problem. Why do you love someone else more than you love yourself? And also it's a problem because when you go to be honest with that person and you know that it potentially could hurt their feelings, it could be something that they don't receive well, right? You love yourself enough to, and you love them enough to say, hey, an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. So I'm going to give you honesty. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to couple it with compassion and kindness, but I'm not going to lie to you. I posted something the other day talking about, I see you, sis. I see you showing up for everybody else, showing up for family, friends, you know, work. But what about you? What about you? And if we're honest, right? Because we're talking about honesty today. How honest are you with yourself right now? Have you set the standard of honesty in the relationship that you have with yourself so that that can be the standard that you have in every relationship with every woman that you come in contact with? Okay, not in contact, not immediate contact. Like, I don't want you to show like seeing a woman on the street and saying, yo, yeah. No, no. You know what? I take that back. I do. There has been times, y'all, where I'm walking and there's either something attached to my foot or there's something in my nose or there's something in my teeth. Now, I'm a freak, so most of the time you will not see those things because I'm already checking on myself. But if there is ever a time when you catch me slipping, sis, I'm going to need you to be honest and give me a kiss on the lips and say, yo, something in your nose come here for a second, you know, and, and the kind part of that is one, not allowing me to continue to walk around like that, but two, like pulling me to the side. Hey, X, Y, and Z, et cetera, such, such, such. We're all women. We all go through some of the same things are bleeding, right? Um, I've had accidents before it happens. We're women, right? There should never be a time where we're just letting somebody go. I know that is very bare, bare minimum, and I actually shared like a really sensitive topic earlier, but I'm just talking about all around. It's a, it's it's a part of relationships. Honesty is a part of relationships, and relationships are part of daily life. I'll give you a personal um, example of why it's really important to love yourself to even get to this place of honesty. Um, I'm on this weight loss journey guys. And recently I decided that because it's been really hard, I have not been able to lose weight for over three years now, if I'm honest. Um, and at first I blamed it on IVF. I blamed it on hormone shots. I blamed it on all these things, but if I'm realistic, it's really not any of those things. It's my choices that got me to this weight. Um, my, choice to not handle the stress um, 
the sadness, the grief, the um, the physical, you know, exhaustion that sometimes comes with this journey and just not taking care and loving myself, really loving um, everyone else around me and caring about everyone else's feelings and how they were doing on my journey than I was. It's really crazy that we even, that I even got to that point where I was so worried about what my husband was thinking or what my family or what his family, or even what my friends were thinking, um, that I was hyper-focused on caring for them more so than I was on caring for myself. And so I decided that I was going to get on uh, weight loss medication. Now, I haven't started it yet, um, but I'm making provisions to potentially take it. Not sure if I'm going to go with it, yes or no. But I'm asking the Lord for his instruction in this. His response to me, his pushback was like, okay, yeah, you can get on the medicine, but is that going to solve the core issue of you not taking care and loving yourself? The re- the way that you need to in order to not get here again, right? Because the goal is to love yourself at 185 pounds and also at 145 pounds. And so if you take weight loss medication, does it really matter if you get to 145, if you don't love yourself and take care of yourself, right? Like, is the standard going to be weight or is the standard going to be how you put intentional time and effort into Mia. Let's be honest, right? I still need to love myself. I still need to make sure that I matter first because if I don't have this model, this system of love in my life for me, then I'm not going to be able to sustain the actual process of weight loss. I'm not going to be able to sustain the weight loss. And I need love to sustain it because I need to love myself in order to make sure I make the good the good choices. Weight loss medication can only help you so much. Y'all, you still need a good diet and good exercise. And and let me, you know, caveat this, like put a little excerpt into this. It's okay not to be satisfied or happy with where you are right now, physically, mentally, spiritually. um, If it's location, maybe you're waiting for a house. Maybe you're waiting for a move financially. Maybe you just are not okay with the finances and and the amount of money that you're bringing in the house. Uh, Maybe you're not happy with your relationship status. Maybe you're in a long-term relationship and you're like, hey, it's time to get married. Or you just haven't found anybody in Singleness right now is the season that you're in. Um, It's okay not to be satisfied or happy with where you are. It's absolutely okay. It's okay to be on a weight loss journey and not be happy with 185 pounds on a 5'3 frame. I know that from personal experience. (laughs) But it's also not okay to not love yourself in this time. It's never okay to not love yourself at 200 pounds or at 100 pounds or in a marriage or out of a marriage in your singleness or um, when you're in North Dakota or when you're in North Miami. Like it's 
not that was so random that I use those places because I know some specifically that actually lives in those places or she's from those places and I love her. So that is a while. I'll call her after this. Anyway, it's not okay to not show yourself the respect and the care and the love that you deserve. End the moment. End the now. I'll share 1 Corinthians 13 verse 13 with you. And this is, I believe it's the message version. If not, it's the NIV. And it says, trust steadily in God. Hope unswervingly. Love extravagantly. And the best of the three is love. Love extravagantly. I'm living by that for the rest of this year. And maybe all the way through 2024 or maybe the rest of my life. Because also, you know, the scripture says that love basically never dies. Like it's never ending. But my motto is to love extravagantly. And I'm starting with me. I'm starting with me because I need it most. I need the the standard of extravagance and extravagant love in my life for me so that I can be honest so I can be compassionate, so I can be loving, so I can be gracious, so I can be kind to anyone else that may need it in the moment. But it extends from the level that I actually give it to myself. You know, I sometimes ask myself, why is it such a struggle to be kind to certain people or to love certain certain people that I come across? And I realized because a lot of times the thing that they have that makes it hard for me is the very thing that I don't love or like or enjoy about myself. hate saying that out loud, but maybe it'll help someone. So, you know, I'll share it. (laughs) So, um, oh, this is 30 minutes. Oh, my. Your girl just been talking. Okay, so (laughs) I the purpose in all of this is to say, be honest. Be honest. Ask yourself why it's hard to be honest and then make the standard in your life and your relationships with other people based on the standard that you give it to yourself. Are you honest with yourself or do you love yourself? Are you trustworthy? Do you trust yourself? Right? Because it's hard to trust others when you don't trust yourself or God. That's a whole different topic. We'll go there later. Uh, But point the finger back to you. That's an honest answer. And that's it for today. (laughs) I'm going to take that part back. Okay. So that's it for this Friday. I'm still not on a schedule and I may not be, who knows, but I do know that episodes will always drop on a Friday. So it'll definitely be the same time of the week. And that's okay. That's okay for me because I'm being trust, I'm being honest with myself and I'm loving myself. I'm giving myself the opportunity and the time to do what I need to do. And I'm going to show up for you better because of it. So if you don't already know, you've got this, sis. See you guys. Love you. Have a great weekend.